This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. I'm with the Ambassador Michael Lotum in the Israeli Embassy in Kenya. I'm a member also of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, and uh, we need to understand the truth. Uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we both serve, and that brings peace to the nations. And so the world is against, uh, much of the time, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They're into different religions, different philosophies, different ideologies, different political thoughts, but I'll tell you what, Judeo-Christian values is what brought civilization to the world. It's what kept America free to this time, although they're trying to topple the Republic. And uh, it is, if you understand what the Bible says about Israel, Jerusalem, and the God of Israel, I'll tell you what, the Bible says very clearly, God watches over Israel, Jerusalem, doesn't slumber nor sleep that it's a burdensome stone to whoever comes against it. Because God himself is alive. He's placed his signature on Israel, on Jerusalem. And when you come against it, you're coming against God. Ambassador Michael Lota, welcome to the morning program. Morning, afternoon, morning. <laughs> well, it's good being with you. Uh, normally I would have been in Israel right now, but I'll be going there after this time in Kenya. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about, again, uh, let's say October 7, uh, 2023, uh, the surprise attack on Israel, the Gaza Strip, they, they crossed it. I am in Jerusalem and Starot, and that area where they slaughtered people, I'm there. And I'm there just about every year. And Shai Hermes of the World Jewish Congress is a personal friend of mine. And uh, we've worked together not only in the kibbutz, but we've worked together in the Knesset. And uh, he hid for 20 hours, I'm sure you know the story, and escaped, but his son was killed. And so my heart really went out, and I've been talking to Shai, and I'm gonna fly there and be with him in his home. And, uh, but I, I'll tell you, it was such a, a, an atrocity, but the world doesn't seem to know the truth. They don't understand. Uh, but why don't you share a little bit uh, about your feelings, about your thoughts, about your knowledge. I know that uh, the Gaza Strip was given back uh, to, if we want to use the Palestinians, uh, that terminology for the Arabs, if we want to use it, it was given back in 2005, and Hamas has ruled since 2006. Hamas is a terrorist organization to wipe the Jews off the face of the earth and then the Christians. And so people don't seem to realize this. People ask me, why? Why, why have they done it? Yes. Us? So I do the simple thing. I read from the Hamas Covenant, which says very clearly, Israel will exist and will continue to exist until Islam will obliterate it, just as it obliterated other before it. And then when uh, I speak with people who tell me, but you should sit and negotiate a peaceful solution. So one thing I take my notebook and I say, okay, go ahead and give me the solution. So I can write down and send it to Jerusalem. But then I quote uh, Article 13 
of the Hamas government. Initiatives and so-called peaceful solutions and international conferences are in contradiction to the principles of the Islamic resistance movement. Now, you can say that's a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. But this is what they believe in. And if you recall, it took a long time and a battle to, uh, to make the PLO abolish their covenant. Yes. Because at the end of the day, an organization, people, state, in this case an organization, writes what he believes in. Yes. And this is how he mobilizes people. So that's one point. The second is that uh, we, we, we don't know, I mean, many of us don't know, the difference between Gaza and the West Bank. Yes. They confuse the Palestinian Authority with the Hamas, you know, it's somewhere there in the Middle East. So the West Bank is not Gaza. That's uh, right. 30 kilometers apart from Gaza, and as you said, we are out of the Gaza Strip. We even undug our dams. We took them back to Israel in 2005, knowing that what the, the kilo will, what the Palestinians will, will do to the graves. And, and two years later, the Hamas kicked out uh, the Palestinian Authority from Gaza, also killed them. Yes. They threw them off rooftops. Yes. Now, normally, you would, see, you would think, and again, that's my, my normality, that a Palestinian leader, Palestinian of the West Bank, Palestinian Authority, will come on the 7th, immediately at 7 in the morning, and say, that's not us, this is the Hamas. This is what, not what the Quran says, like the UAE and the Bahrain said, no, but instead, and if you want, uh, if you want to event, to prevent it, to avoid something like this in the West Bank, uh, let's sit and discuss yes. the solution. But no, what they did is exactly the opposite. They went and embraced Hamas. That's right. Now, my apartment in Jerusalem is about two kilometers from the the gate to Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. I don't want these things. Two and, two, two and a half kilometers from my home. That's right. You don't want it. Nobody wants it. The Kenyans don't want it. So, uh, when people say, sit and talk, with whom? With whom we can talk? And I tell them, why don't you sit and talk with Al-Shabaab, with Al-Qaeda, with ISIS? I haven't seen any of these wise politicians that give us the advice sitting with Al-Qaeda, maybe it was, there was an opportunity to sit and talk and negotiate a solution. Another thing people don't understand, they don't distinguish, they came to, to murder. They didn't care if you're a Christian, a Jew, of course they aimed at Israelis, but once there, there were two Tanzanians, students, that came for this 11-month program in Israel. And, you know, we have it on video. We have so much on video. Yes. The Nazis, the German Nazis, when they murdered and when they reported and took pictures, they violated the, the rules because the orders were, were not to report back home, not to take pictures. The Hamas, exactly the opposite. They registered everything. They took pictures. They, they were 
this Friday, and of course, on, so we have everything on video. We have on video also how they executed this Tanzanian student. Yes. Who was begging for his life, saying that he's a Tanzanian, and of course, it was not very difficult to understand, he's not an Israeli. And uh, one Tanzanian uh, we brought to burial a couple of months ago in north part of Tanzania, but this one, Joshua, they took the body. And I'm in touch with his father very often. Beginning, he couldn't understand how we can declare him dead if there's no body. And what I tell leaders in the region, you know, we are covering five countries, the, the African Union came immediately condemning Israel and so on and so forth. But one thing they don't do, they don't try even publicly or not publicly to get information about the whereabouts of the body of the only African murdered citizen yes. in Gaza. Wow. The only citizen. Mm. African Union. That's right. They didn't call, they didn't do anything. So when it comes to us Israelis, everybody jumps on us. And you know that most of the victims who were murdered uh, on the Gulf, on the envelope of Gaza, people from the kibbutzim, the villages, they, these were the employers of the Palestinians that used to come daily. Last, on the 6th, 20,000 Palestinians came to work in these villages. I guess that some of them, if not many of them, went back and described exactly how to penetrate the houses and how to penetrate the kibbutzim. And they do a mistake that we, when we speak about only a few thousand Hamas terrorists, to begin with there are more than just a few thousands, but they, are, they were elected and sustained by by population. Yes, yes. And when I show this whole video, and when I, when you see bodies uh, being carried in the in the street of Gaza, and the crowd is all over, I tell the people uh, that watch the video: these are the innocent civilians. Um, you see, thousands of innocent civilians applauding the the Hamas. So. That was the, the reality on the 7th, which ended with uh, almost 1,400 Israeli murdered. We don't know the exact number because some of them could not be identified. They burned to ashes. And you know what it means to a Jew, and I hope what it means to humanity, when Jews are burned, or anybody else is burned to ashes. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeing, these atrocities, uh, I wrote an article, People with Animal Minds, and the worst is yet to come, if you understand uh, Judeo-Christian values, if you understand the Bible, it, it records very clearly where Nebuchadnezzar himself was, was turned into an animal mind because of his vanity, his pride, his arrogance, coming against uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Seven years later, after living like an animal, he repented, God restored his mind. And you go on and on, if you understand again, in the Bible, in the book of Daniel and others, again, the four world empires that uh, came out of that dream. And since that time, uh, the atrocities, Mussolini, Hitler, Stalin, uh, Mazi Tang, uh, 
uh, Lenin, the atrocities, what they've done without any type of compassion, uh, the Holocaust, uh, tearing the skin off, making leather out of it. I'll tell you what, you'd better understand, uh, again, the spirit we're dealing with, of, if we want to say anti-God, anti-Christ, uh, this spirit that hates the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because we're in a spiritual battle around the world. And we better understand where we're living and what's happening. Um, I said the Bible is clear that man is made in the image of God. But if man rejects God and God, uh, man is led more and more by evil spirits, no longer has a human mind. This explains how Hamas can brutally control and even kill their fellow Arabs, now called Palestinians. It also explains the demonic, beastly behavior toward over 1,400 Jews that were savagely murdered. Now, I know some of these. They were my friends. And uh, I, I go to Starot constantly. I go to that very kibbutz, and I've done television and gone all the way through it. And uh, where my friends were slaughtered and killed. They kidnapped over 250, held them as hostages. They raped women, killed parents in front of children, children in front of their parents. They beheaded babies, cut babies right out of their mother's womb, burned families alive, done other horrible atrocities, showing no human emotion. Tossed grenades into families, bound, mutilated the elderly, cut off fingers, feet, toes, breasts, gouged out eyes, torched people alive. You say, why go into this? This is real. This is real. We better understand it. We have, again, the charter for Hamas. It's a terrorist organization. They don't want peace. They don't want a two-state two solution. Ambassador, how many times were they offered a two-state solution? Four times. You know, back in uh, first, the first time by the UN, Resolution 181, which was rejected by the Palestinians, by the Arab countries, and that was a very small Jewish state without Jerusalem. And that's something people don't digest. Some don't, most don't know, the others don't digest. Israel accepted a state without Jerusalem, which was supposed to be an international city for 10 years, after which a, a referendum was to be held, bearing in mind that there was a narrow majority in, in Jerusalem. So that was rejected. That's three years after the end of the Second World War, the Holocaust, where we were truly a victim so we could, you know, come and cry and demand, but we look forward. So we said, that's behind us, let's build a state. So that was the first time. <clears throat> then in July 2000, in Camp David, by Prime Minister Barak, they were offered approximately a bit more than 90% of the territory. 90%. Now I tell my friends or people I speak with, I like carpets. I enter the carpet shop and I bargain. You know, Israel is always bargain. <laughs> if I get 20% off, it's nice. If I get 50% off, if I get 90, probably the other guy has an issue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they didn't accept it. A few months later, in January 2001, they were offered even more than this, almost 95%. And all in 2008, after a couple of years of back and forth negotiations, came to 98% plus 2% exchange of territory. 
and they refuse. So if you refuse all of this, that means you refuse the principle, which is the principle of existence of Israel. You don't want a solution. That's right. And it's, I don't know if to cry or laugh, I'm reading our book, The Truth About King David, and the author tries to explain that the failure of our negotiation with Syria is because uh, the Syrians wanted uh, 10 more meters and we wanted less. And think, what does he leave this guy? I mean, countries, states that went, that launched wars, where the aggressors had to pay at the end. If not for any other reason, not to repeat it as a lesson. Yes. Palestinians rejected. Obviously, they, they launched the war intifada, the terrorist attack. Yeah, they have to pay with something. So when you offer someone 98%, almost 100%, that's where does he compromise here? So they will, if you ask a Palestinian, he will tell you, we compromise on Haifa and Tel Aviv. Well, if this is his compromise, I don't want to sit with him to the table. This mm-hmm. is a compromise. So, yeah, we offered more than once. And uh, so the question is not what the solution. First, let's have someone to talk with. And then we'll, we'll be able to talk over and discuss a solution. But I have to read also this, if you allow me. Please. The way Hamas treats life, values life. Article 8. Allah is the target. The Prophet is the model. The Quran is its constitution. Jihad is its path. And death for the sake of Allah is the loftiest of its wishes. These are the you know, I don't know how to describe them with whom we, we are dealing. Article 7, the day of judgment will not come about until Muslims fight the Jews, killing the Jews. When the Jew will hide behind stones and trees, the stones and trees will say, Oh Muslims, oh Abdullah, there is a Jew behind me, come and kill him. So this, and I'm asking the politicians here and other places, with them you want us to sit? Okay, he was a good example. Sit with Al-Shabaab, with Al-Qaeda, with ISIS. Show us the way. Probably we are lost. Show us the way. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, di- we're dealing with different ideologies. One that will not assimilate. Uh, no matter where they go, they want to conquer. They want to bring the world and their country under Allah. We are in an infidel. You can lie to the infidel. Again, Muhammad himself and Saladin led the way in lying to the infidel, breaking the peace treaty, killing their enemies. Listen to this. The Jews have been in Jerusalem since 1200 BC, long before Islam was created in 610 AD, which is over 1800 years after the Jews had already been living in Israel today, including what they call the occupied territories and those areas in dispute. What we're dealing with, it says the real problem is mankind's wit witnessing a clash of spiritual kingdoms with Jerusalem and the bullseye. Only when the Jews have controlled Jerusalem has there been peace because God gave Jerusalem to the Jews as caretakers for him. Jerusalem has always throughout history been the reason for fighting, whether it's the Babylonians, the Persians, Greeks, Romans, Crusaders, Turks, the British Empire, each have had their problems controlling Jerusalem. Now listen, 
Jerusalem is a holy place to the Jews. Jerusalem is mentioned 667 times in the Old Testament, 139 times in the New Testament, for a total of 806 times in the Bible. In the Quran, Jerusalem is not mentioned once. You know, if someone wants to get another understanding of our relations, connections to the land, you know, it's the best uh, guidebook, tourist guidebook, to the West Bank. That's right. The Old Testament. You open the Old Testament. That's right. And you go, the names stay the same, and you just, that, these are the places. That's right. That's right. Real plan of Hamas is to kill every Jew and every Christian on earth. In the chart of Hamas, it reads, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. We're dealing again with two different ideologies, one that brings peace, Judeo-Christian values, civilization, one that brings tyranny and war and brutality. We need to understand these things because they are sweeping the world today and you need to understand, if you want to have peace in the world, you need to understand what the other side but, believes. But for this, sorry for jumping in, we have to stop being arrogant. In a way, we are arrogant because we assume yes. that the other doesn't really want to, to kill, doesn't really want to die. And we don't accept that uh, the extreme Islamic groups, this is what they do, this is what they want. Genuinely, this is what they want. So we say, no, no, they don't mean it. We have to start listening and believing what we see. That's right, and what they say. Yeah, they tell you exactly what they're going to do. Exactly, but we have our own philosophies, and we say, no, no, they don't mean it. We know better. We don't know better. <laughs> That's right. They say exactly what they're going to do. Hitler said exactly what he was going to do. And we could go down through history. We need to listen to the truth, uh, what people are saying, and quit trying to... Nasrallah and Hezbollah. Yeah. Say exactly. Iran says exactly... What they're going to do. Yeah. As simple as this. No. You know, you had the president said, read my lips, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'm with the Israeli ambassador to Kenya. And I'll tell you what, we've all had a heavy heart since the atrocities... Again, if, if you truly love God, you have a heavy heart because you understand that uh, uh, this evil can come upon you too. Let me tell you, it's not just the Jews. This evil, this ideology, this spirit is against Judeo-Christian values. It's against, again, those that really serve the living God. And we must understand this if we want to have peace on earth so we are not continually uh, abused, becoming victims. Ambassador? I subscribe, yeah. We have to be very careful because, uh, also because of the, of the phenomena of copycating or copy-paste. Uh, terrorist organizations, terrorist groups you have everywhere. And I hope I will I would be wrong, but I guess that many see what has happened on the October the 7th, and they will say, okay, if Hamas did this to the mighty Israel, why shouldn't we try? And if 
And that's the danger. If all those leaders and people that are trying to stop us from eliminating Hamas, they bring the next uh, disaster on themselves. Because any terrorist organization will be thinking, any leader of a commander of terrorist organization will be thinking, okay, all I have to do is first kill as many as I can, then hide among civilians, get a prescription for success and survival. Let's hide among civilians. I know that in a few weeks or in a few months, the storm will be over and I can go ahead. So it's a, it's a warning to those that have terrorist organizations among them and terrorist organizations are everywhere today. Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I go to Israel every year. I have friends in Israel. I have friends right into the into Sirot, one mile from the Gaza, into the very kibbutz that was slaughtered. Um, I'll tell you, you better understand what we're dealing with because it's spreading throughout the world. Whether it's Islamic ideology or communism, it's spreading throughout the world. Um, we need to stand beside Israel because I'll tell you what, they're coming after you next. All over the world, there is trouble brewing. All over the world, if we want to say radical Islamic ideology, uh, all over Europe, women are being raped. This is not just in Israel, isolated cases in America, which there have been many cases. Sometimes they try to keep it out of the news. But I'll tell you what, uh, all over Europe, people are being abused. Women are being raped because they don't cover themselves up with a buoy buoy. And uh, uh, so they're considered a prostitute. We need to face reality, what we're dealing with, what we're dealing with. Closing comments, Ambassador. I can't, uh, without mentioning uh, the hostages, there are many hostages, the women, probably some of them are pregnant, because they were abused by the Hamas. Uh, there's a one, one-year-old baby, Kfir Bibas, they're still there. But men, women that are held 20, 30 meters underground. And uh, if the international, international community and leaders want this to end, it's a very quick one. Unconditional surrender of the Hamas. That's as simple as this. If they care for the population. If, they, if it's all about dealing with Israel, then that's relevant. I agree totally with the ambassador. There can be no ceasefire unconditionally. They'll just regroup to attack again. In the charter, they're going to wipe them out. They've turned down a two-state solution. They don't want peace. They want to take over all of Israel. And then their eye is on America. So we must understand these things. We don't serve the same God. In Islam, Jesus is a prophet to come back to kill the Jews and the Christians. That's not our God. Understand what we're dealing with. We need to rise up and defend true people that understand the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. May God richly bless you.